This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. We use the support of our patrons to bring you the best show we can. We also reward our patrons with bonus audio each week. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share nerdy stuff and talk to our listeners. You can also reach us at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, erica.nerdpodcastradio at, you guessed it, gmail.com. It's not at, you guessed it, it's erica.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com and anthony. it's a joke anthony doesn't have an email address you can also reach us on twitter at SuperVeganBrian, at NerdcasterMike, at CurseySmurfErica, and of course, at NerdcastRadio. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Good morning and welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. This is Super Vegan Brian here, and I am joined by very special people. I'm joined by Kersey Smurf Erica, who is now an official host of the show. Yay! We are also joined by a special guest, Senor Kerbel, or Kerbel the Gerbil. Special, not referring to my state of mind. <laughs> well, I didn't say <laughs> special. Matt, for people who don't know you, give a quick introduction. Hi, I'm Matt Kerbel, as everybody likes to mispronounce my name. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, friends with pretty much everybody on the podcast, so I occasionally get asked to uh, hang out and talk about nerdy stuff. Um, I've been on a couple episodes before where we talked about video games and uh, lore in various game stuff, which was a lot of fun. If I'm not doing stuff like this, you can usually find me playing Hearthstone, so... Uh, which I may or may not be doing as we speak, but that's you guys can't prove anything in a court of law. You're going to be doing some form of streaming thing, aren't you? I Yes, actually, I just got some new equipment, so I might be starting up streaming. I do have a fledgling YouTube channel, which I haven't updated in a hot minute, um, with videos of me and my friends playing uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. So I have a little bit of... Um, a little bit of... Oh... I don't know what you'd call it, you know, a desire to produce content. We'll see if that actually get, takes off anytime soon. Creativity. You are creative. You have some hilarious content. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, have you actually, have you watched it? Yeah. Oh, cool. It, no, it was a lot of fun. I, um, well, with the new map that's coming out and the, the update on there, we don't, uh, we don't actually know what uh like the the quote-unquote the good spots anymore so we're kind of running around like chickens with our heads cut off um so i think the next couple of videos i'm going to try and get some more games of us playing on the new map and and us just kind of going well we don't know what we're doing but fortunately no one else does well i i like the videos so and i think you should stream too i like watching you play hearthstone and overwatch and stuff like that so and if you stream hearthstone you can you can Skype with me and play with me because I'm playing again on occasion. Woo! I yeah, I think we can do that then. See, yeah, everybody's can... happy. I get to watch you guys play. You guys get to play. I see. I don't see why this is not a thing. I've been doing the thing where I I set a time to play the game and I uninstall the game when I'm not playing it. 
I have wow. to like ma manage it very carefully because I got really addicted to it the last time and I don't want to risk that this time. That's a that's a fair point actually because uh, it is it's a game you can sink a lot of time into and a lot of money as I'm well aware of. Well, anyway, we're all getting together this morning to talk about gadgets. But first, and gizmos. And gizmos, a plenty. And who's it's and what's it's galore. <laughs> But first, but first, it's time to play everybody's favorite game. What's nerdy with you? Where everybody talks about the nerdiest thing they did this week. And then we vote using the Mike Myler system. And then somebody wins the no prize. So, Matt, let's start with you. What Hold was on. nerdy with you? No, Hold damn on, it, Brian. Uh, I, I am going to interrupt you real quick because we're not giving away the no prize anymore. Oh, we're not? No, we have a very special prize for the winner. You get all the widgets. Oh, that's right. Yes, you get all the widgets. That's correct. <laughs> it, it's not a podcast if Erica doesn't yell at me in her in her adorable voice. <laughs> my my adorable recovering voice. Like I, I barely have one. I so. I will let you I will let you introduce Matt now. I'm gonna be quiet. Uh, okay. So Matt, what's nerdy with you this week? Uh, well, uh. What is today? The okay. So three days ago was my birthday, which so that's cool. Um, and no, you didn't get to eat the birthday cake I got you. Yeah, no, I kind of at this point I'm afraid it's tainted, like it's a biohazard with all the sickness that was going on at your guys. <laughs> yeah, house. well, I already threw it away. So <laughs> yeah. well, that's okay. Um, because I will have many, many more uh, birthday confections and treats later on, but. For said birthday, I received a couple of gifts, and I kind of mentioned this earlier when we were talking about streaming stuff. I got a new microphone, so I am very excited to start calibrating it, and hopefully it sounds better than the last time I was on when I was just using a little headset microphone um, to record audio. The only thing I have to figure out is how to not get my heating, my central heating in the background. Um, but I got a Blue Yeti microphone, um, which is ironic because it's the red one. <laughs> there, there's a really good noise canceling device for heating. Mm -hmm. um, what you do is you get a whole bunch of winter coats. Yep. And you wear them, and then you turn off the heating. Yeah, I guess that could work. Uh, <laughs> we we do live on the we do live on the third floor of the apartment complex. So what that means is I could probably get by with just using the heating from all of the below apartments and just use that to. Uh, Heat the apart, heat my apartment, and just throw on my sweatshirt and my winter coat and a comforter and whatever because it's freaking cold. <laughs> but what happens when it's yeah. twenty degrees outside and snowing? Well, here's the thing about it: is twenty degrees isn't even that cold. I'm expecting it this year because our winter was so mild last year. I'm expecting it to get real, uh, real cold real quick. But, oh, like the winter two winters before where like you could throw a thing of hot water up in the air and it evaporated before it hit the ground. Or when I was in uh, when I was going to school at Ohio State, they closed uh, they closed the uh, campus twice. I think it was at least twice, if not three times due to how cold it was because more than one pipe burst in campus buildings. Yeah. Hey, hey Matt. Yeah. OH. IO. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So this is like the opposite of nerdy, but also the Ohio State Buckeyes won the Big Ten Championship last weekend. Super happy about it. And I'm going to say something that is probably... I thought they lost. I'm so confused. 
Yeah, no. Oh. It's sports. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Is it like a crazy denial thing where they all believe they won, or did they really win? No, so <laughs> there's no uh, there's no like gaslighting or anything going on here. But so the they beat Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship, and they won the Big Ten, and they're going to the Cotton Bowl to play USC. But the thing that that a lot of fans are mad about is they didn't get into the college football playoffs to get to the national championship. That goes to the top four teams, and I think we were ranked fifth or sixth. I think fifth. Um, so people were saying that we should have uh, beat out some of the other teams to get up there. Personally, based on our performance against other teams that are in the in the uh, playoffs and our historical performance against teams from those divisions, uh, we would get our ass kicked. So I'm happy that we're in a game that we have a, a chance to win. So I'm just I'm 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 excited. I'm okay, happy. so that's why I was confused. Everybody was like up in arms about not going to something so that's what it was okay. yeah it was it was that they, we didn't get a chance to go to the playoffs but um God damn sports is fucking confusing i swear it, it's yeah for for the non-initiated yes actually it's very especially college football it used to be even crazier but you know they've tried to they've tried to normalize it but yeah I feel like it's like one plus two equals three squared to the fourth power. Like that's what sports is like. Like it doesn't make any sense. You play this team, but you pick who you play, but you pick who you play like five years in advance. And if you don't pick the right people, then you never get to go to any sort of winning thing. It, it makes zero sense. I'm j that's all I'm going to say. And also, you need to have a lot of money in your in your uh, system already. So, so yes, you could pick your teams five years in advance. But if you're a small school, you're still getting screwed. See, I I don't watch college football, but I am involved in the in in part of it because I watch the fans. I I live in Southern California, so I get to see the UCLA SC rivalship rivalry, which is yeah so much. Good fun to watch <laughs> they get fucking serious man they, they get as serious there as they do about ohio state and michigan here it's we the weirdest thing well my my favorite story is about the people who were ucla fans that moved into an sc community and it like started like general feud stuff where it was like first they were they were stealing stuff off their yard or they were they were um, filing complaints with the Housing Bureau when they put UCLA stuff on their yard. But then it, accumul it accumulated with they torched their house. What? <laughs> like, like, like on fire? Not, like, not they didn't put tiki torches up around to make it more festive. They, like on fire? Like arson, attempted murder type arson. You know, those, those illegal things. Yes. Yeah. Like, like a feud between football teams between sport teams resulted in crime like bad crime not like someone got punched in the face crime at a bar where it's a rivalry so you expect that that might happen no where face punching is not only accepted but encouraged <laughs> this was this was bad and yeah and it's like a Hatfield and McCoy shit people getting killed and the people who at, who did it acted like they were 100% justified in doing it because these people who didn't who who should have known that this was a 
an SC community shouldn't have put up their stuff, and they were the ones that were wrong. Unbelievable. Wow. We, by the way, we are so fucking sidetracked right now. Yeah. Matt got into Mike. This is okay. I like, I like this. It's, it's organic conversation. It it's works. Been, it's been happening in every What's Nerdy With You lately, so we'll get it back on track. Erica, what was nerdy with you this week? So my nerdy thing was uh, I didn't get to do a lot of things this week because I was dying of the flu. When I, my first day back to work, we had like a Christmas party later in the day. There are some really awesome Christmas parties. And um, I don't even know if I should be saying where I work. <laughs> but anyways, uh, we're, well, Matt and I work. So You have to get a badge to get in. So it's not like some crazy person could come in and be like, we love you. I they can, might be able to wait outside. but I, I'll, I'll yeah, probably... I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking, like, what if we say something and is all like, they do not represent our people. Our opinions know? expressed in this podcast do not reflect the opinions of are the opinions <laughs> of the respective folks who have said them. They in no way represent the opinions of the of our parent company, etc., etc. Etc. Exactly, Matt. Thank you. Now that I we was, have a disclaimer, yeah, um, I'm going to have to add so many bleeps to every single time you mention your company name. Now that's all. Like, yeah, just bleep it out, Bray. So, <laughs> anyways, so. So these are really good Christmas parties. Like, I have never worked for a company that has ever cared about their employees this much ever in my life. And I was very shocked. So they make a big to-do about it. Everybody goes. They give away things like TVs and PlayStations and Xboxes and Keurigs. And, I mean, you name it. Like, big price item stuff. They got, like, two different rooms of DJs, like, different music. And so, anyways... The first thing I do is I uh, I go upstairs and I think Matt and I are walking down together and Matt is gone. He has already left. And so I spend uh, probably the first half an hour looking for Matt so that I could make sure that my ticket got put into the drawing. Then uh, we just stood there and opened decks for the new Hearthstone expansion because it had just launched. So I started opening my, like, 53 decks to see what cards I got while everybody was dancing and and talking and and having a big old Christmas party. I stood there, waited to see if I won anything, and played Hearthstone. That that was my nerdy thing. As well you should. (laughs) So, all right, Bri, what was nerdy with you this week? Um, What was nerdy with me this week was I... Didn't get to watch the episode of Supernatural on time. It, it airs too late, so I went to bed, and I got reminded to watch it. Um, Heather was like, I'm already watching it. I was like, oh, shit, I forgot. I need to watch it. And she was like, watch it now. Watch it. Oh, my God. And she's sending me chat message like, I can't wait to hear what your reaction is. And this is going to be kind of a shitty story because I can't reveal what happened because it's just such a giant spoiler. You but can, but then you just throw in more bleeps. It was the first time in forever that Supernatural made me go, holy shit, squee, jumping up and down, oh my god, at the end of the episode. Because the season, the mid-season finale <laughs> made me nerd out so freaking hard. I, I, was, I was like, oh my freaking god. The internet has been going insane over it. People have been, some of them have been upset, but I can't believe why, because I think the show is amazing right now. What happened? Um, I I don't want to spoil it, 
Um, okay, everybody that's listening that doesn't want to like be spoiled, stop listening. Yeah, like, just so, or, or, or alternatively, what you do is you put the spoiler behind a Patreon wall, um, and then for the next however long it takes you to explain this, it's just silence for the regular podcast, and people are like, "Did my did this? Is it broken? Is my internet <laughs> not working? What the hell's happening?" Just skip skip thirty seconds ahead from this. Right, three, two, one, now. End of the episode, um, Sam and Dean got sucked into an alternate universe, and they're walking around, and the camera pans up. They have to go, like, down into a ditch, and the camera, camera turns up, pans up, and they're in a dinosaur footprint. That's cool! I know! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love I- it. I'm so freaking excited. And people are like, it's dumb. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not dumb. You're dumb. Shut up. Oh, that's funny. I think it's great. Uh, so voting. Um, I, you know what? I don't do this that often. Um, all four of my widgets are going to Erica. Aw, thanks. Why? Because I mean- anytime anyone does anything socially inappropriate as their nerdy thing, I think that's amazing. <laughs> I thank you. Appreciate that. Um, Matt, what about you? Uh, I, in a surprise twist that's going to surprise absolutely no one, um, given my track record, uh, I am also going to give all four of my witches to Erica because Hearthstone and that stupid... Okay, so the Christmas party was fine, but it just, like, it was made better by the fact that we're in this auditorium filled with... Uh, what probably 150 people just in that room really loud music and a dj and i'm just sitting there going like all right well so what of these three do i pick a oh that's a good card Ah, no sorry that wasn't even my reaction like oh you got a legendary that sucks sorry yeah that was his fucking reaction yeah so we're standing there and we're in like in the dead center of the room like we didn't even go to like one of the walls we were in the dead center of the room staring at our phones while people are doing i don't even know what that dance it was like to the left to the left like whatever dance that was like they're dancing in lines like like maybe three feet away from us while while we're staring at our phones and matt was playing at that point and i was opening decks and he was making fun of me for not getting awesome cards so i wasn't okay i wasn't making fun of you You, no you asked if the card that you got was good and i went no and then you're like well why do you always do this (laughs) (laughs) not what i sound like maybe so (laughs) no because i was i was like you're like oh you got a legendary i was like oh cool i got a legendary and you're like oh you got the worst legendary i was like fucking A. Yeah, legitimately the worst rated weapon out of the... She got um, the rune spear. Which so. one is that? It's the shaman weapon, 8 mana, 3-3. Three, three, uh, whenever, after you attack, discover a spell and cast it with random targets. Oh, yeah. That's not so, very good. You know, the worst one. <laughs> Alright, Erica. Um, do you want to oh. give negative widgets to Matt? <laughs> no, I'm not going to give negative widgets to Matt. I think... Um, I think it's very cool that Matt got a cool new mic, um, even though Brian also has that same cool new mic. So even though that wasn't Brian's nerdy thing, I'm just going to split my widgets. You both get two. On the board, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I think we should add that to the game, that everybody gets one negative widget. 
Wow. Oh, we're, 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 no, so it's like, ah, it's not nerdy enough, or, or just fuck you a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just fuck you a little I, bit. I like, I like that. Yeah. Yes. yes. Negative one. I like that. So do you have to play your negative one, though? No, it's optional. Oh, God. So, like, we could, like, all be, like, one away from each other, and somebody could be, oh, my, the, you know what this is turning into, right? What? Munchkin. This is turning into fucking Munchkin. <laughs> It's like, oh, you win. Oh, no, you don't, because I'm going to give you my negative one widget. Now you only have seven widgets. I, oh, my God. I see where this is going. <laughs> uh, I, um, so this, so um, Erica, you won. Yay! With um, eight to one. I love it. Um, we got an episode wait, this morning. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, hang on. That's, my volume's not up. <laughs> okay. Man. All right. Continue. For future reference, you can just go bat 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 bat, and I'll put it in. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about gadgets and gizmos aplenty. Who's we're going to talk about galore. Did you say thingamabobs galore? No, I said who's it's and what's it's galore. Who's it's and what's it's galore? Thingamabobs yeah. is the next line, right? I just like that there's the word goobag no. bronze or whatever in it. No, it is not. It's I got gadgets and gizmos of plenty. I got who's this and what's this galore. Do you want thingamabobs? I've got 20. Yeah. Don't don't Little Mermaid me. I got it. What's the next line? Uh, I got 20. Who cares? No big deal. I want more. And wow. also legs. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to be where the people are. <laughs> In the and original story, in the original story, she gets killed and rescued by angels. Yeah, she she jumps into the sea and dissolves into foam, and then she gets redeemed. Doesn't she have to work for like two hundred years to get redeemed, though? Yeah, it's a weird fucking story. It is a weird story. Oh, also, it hurts like knives every time she walks too. Yeah, I yep. thought that was Hans Christian Andersen was a really twisted fuck. Yeah, most Disney stories, after you read the source material, material, you're like, this really wasn't a kid's story at all. Mm-mm. Now, plus, plus she, to get her soul back for, or, okay, so the whole idea is mermaids don't have souls. To, for her to get her fins back so she doesn't die because the prince has married somebody else, she's supposed to go murder him in his sleep. So her sisters give her a knife to go murder him in his sleep. Like, and she pussies out like a bitch. <laughs> yes, she does. Because she loves him for what What the fuck ever. I don't know. And then she like stabs herself and throws herself into the water. And then so. gets rescued by angels. Yes. Yeah. And, and then the, the angels. angels yeah, she made picture. a sacrifice. So, the an- so she earned her soul. She sacrificed herself and the angels gave her a soul. So. I think the moral of this story is don't fall in love. I, 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 I right. thought it was like don't get obsessed with gadgets and gizmos aplenty. No, but no, that's, no, no, no that's, that's, that's the wrong message. We want that. We're yes to gadgets and gizmos. See, if she had, if she had just focused on the gadgets and gizmos versus being like, well, I want legs and also to bone a human dude, then she wouldn't have been in the predicaments in the first place. Seriously. Yeah. If she had gadgets and gizmos, she'd be like, okay, Google, is this a good idea? No, it's not. <laughs> right. Exactly. I don't know how to help with that yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you just need to try Alexa and Siri to see uh, which AI assistant knows if it's a good idea. I, I really shouldn't be saying that 
around. Well, anyway, you know, I was going to I normally Matt guests go first, but I have to explain what just happened, which is going to make me share one of my gadgets. Go for it. Go I for just it, I got think. a Google Home Mini. So when I say the magic words, it talks. And ah. that has created a lot of confusion in my room. <laughs> <laughs> because by habit, I say it to my phone all the time. And I haven't muted the Google Home Mini. I haven't flipped the little turn mic off switch. So they get really confused. And they both try to call the same person at the same time. Wow. Um, it is a really, really cool device. I mostly use it to play music. I can use, hey. Music? Like, what are you, like, how? Um, like, through it or, like, through Through it. It has a really nice speaker. Well, no. That's, that's not. Oh, it, it, in this room, it's a nice speaker. Yeah. Um, I can make it, I can have it play music through Pandora or through YouTube Red. So I can have it play a mix or I can have it play individual songs. I gotta, I gotta interject. Is that YouTube sourdough or YouTube rye? It sounded like you said YouTube bread instead of red. It. Oh man, someone needs to make a parody. YouTube bread. <laughs> God, I don't know where we're going. So, anymore. Sorry, sorry, that was that was bad. Can you back on back on track. We gotta we gotta make sure we're gonna put the blinders on so we don't get look you know get distracted by the Chinese off the side of the road. Continue. Google Home, YouTube Red, Pandora. I also use it to ask like lookups, like questions and stuff. Like if I want to ask it something, um, it's pretty cool. I, I don't have it connected to any devices or anything yet. Um, okay, so like, okay, so when you get it connected, let's say to your phone or whatever, if I'm calling you, it'll be like Erica is calling you. Answer the goddamn phone or something I, like that. I don't know. I haven't connected it to my phone. I only have it connected to Wi-Fi. It makes phone calls through Wi-Fi. Well, I guess it technically connected through my phone because i have to set it up through an app but it, it doesn't do that mm, it should uh, i feel like i think you have to give it permissions to to access the different facets of your phone so that way it can access your call log access your your contacts and stuff because it's, as it stands it's probably only got access to like your storage and to certain apps yeah it has access to all my contacts it'll make wi-fi calls to people um i haven't used that feature because i would just use my phone um but I do like the music feature. I mean, it's nice when I'm like cleaning or something to have it play music. Mm, okay. Um, generally, it's playing all through the night by Cyndi Lauper. Ha! <laughs> uh, you're funny. That has been my go-to song lately. Are you serious? Are you fucking with me right now? I am 100% serious. I love Cyndi oh, Lauper. Oh, my God. Did, did, I, did I send you that video on Snapchat? No. Okay, so like two weeks... Three weeks ago, I woke up in the morning and all through the night was stuck in my head. I mean, I just woke up and it was stuck in my head all day long. Couldn't get it out. So finally, I was on my way home. And so I did a Snapchat video of and I had the radio on of me singing all through the night. I thought you were making fun of me right now. I thought no. I had sent it to you. That's no, we hilarious. were having a brother sister psychic moment because about three weeks ago is when I started listening to it. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um. It was featured in an episode of Supergirl, and I haven't been able to stop listening to it. Um. I also um have been listening to My Neck, My Back by L. King. <laughs> That's a an interesting dichotomy right there. 
not the original version, the the more of a country rock kind of sounding. Oh version. no, no, I I know what you're talking about. Just just the lyrical differences. Yeah, it's not a good song to get stuck in your head at work because yeah. I sing out loud when a song. I was gonna gets say you ac- you accidentally let a, a snippet of that go, and you and your coworker just goes, "What did you just say?" <laughs> excuse, excuse me. Uh, well, yeah. worse if if it's like one of our jobs when we're on the phone with clients. You know, you think you're on mute and you're totally not, and you go, uh, I, you know, I don't actually think I'm going to add this to my plan. As a matter of fact, I think I never want to talk to you again. So speaking, <laughs> speaking of speakerphones, the best thing ever accidentally said on a speakerphone was at my old work, my boss leans over to me, and I swear she muted the phone. And she goes, this guy we're talking to sounds like a cartoon character. And you hear through the speakerphone. No, I do not sound like a cartoon character. <laughs> the, oh, my God. The, be- the best would have been if he just responded with gorsh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, Matt, so gadgets, favorite stuff. What do you want to talk about? Uh, So I don't know. Well... I don't necessarily know. It's not my favorite, but it's just something that I picked up recently that I suppose I'll share. Um, my TV in my room doesn't have very many HDMI outs, so I can only plug two things into it at the same time. Um, but uh, recently I picked up a uh, just this little $10 switch thing um, that was surprisingly hard to find until I figured out what it was called. It's just like an HDMI switch. Or something. So now I have all of my I have all of my consoles and my computer and my Nexus player all hooked up to my TV. So that was really convenient. Um, but just thinking yeah, about speaking of Nexus players, guess what doesn't work? Still? Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Now that's how that sounds like it's just another one of your uh, electronics. Um, your electronical interference aura is acting up again. I know. All right. Sorry. Go ahead, Matt. No. No. That's. I mean, that one's not very. That one's not very interesting. Um, does the Vive count as a gadget? Because I've been playing with that a lot lately. Yeah, we were talking okay. about that in the last episode. How, what do you, oh, really? what do you? How do you like it? Oh, I mean, I've had it for months. Um, I just I, I go in cycles of stuff because I have just too much shit. First world problems right there. But um, I recently re re uh, recalibrated it for the room scale, and I've been playing uh, a lot of. Hot Dogs, Horseshoes, and Hand Grenades, which is a fun game with a stupid name. <laughs> it's um, basically it's a pretty realistic uh, firearm simulator. So it's got all sorts of uh, guns and and uh, projectile stuff uh, where you actually have to take the magazine and load it and pull the, uh, the cocking mechanism back and turn off the safety and zero the sights. It's really cool. But I'm actually super excited because of the fact that uh, Doom VFR is out and the new and the Fallout VR releases on Tuesday. So I am super excited with that to to give those a shot. Cool. We're going to do a whole episode on VR coming up. I'll make sure to contact you before we do it. Yes. Yes. I have VR and it's a lot of fun. And eventually when i get a bigger place i'm going to have a dedicated room to vr instead of the like two by two meter spot that i have so i can run around screaming when i'm being chased by demons we have two people that are waiting to get it so we'll we'll do the episode when we get them nice 
Um, Erica, gadgets? Um, I know this one's going to sound really stupid, but this is the one I use the most of is my LG tones, my headphones. I have the, the tone platinums and I've had tones for five years. And I always get the newer versions. Sometimes I suck. Sometimes I don't. But I legit use them every single day. And I use them not just for music, but phone calls. I mean, voice stuff, everything I use them for. So I think if we're talking like most useful gadgets, that's probably my most useful gadget. Because it it just connects to everything, which I love. Um... But if we're talking about players, uh, funny enough, my favorite player, my Nexus, has stopped working. But uh, my my Nexus is probably my favorite gadget. It connects everything together. Um, anything I, I mean, I have YouTube Red account and I have movies I bought through Google. I can play them, you know, directly to my TV. I don't have to cast anything. I mean... It's probably my absolute favorite player and is currently not working and it makes me very sad. So, so I got a question. I don't know what that is. A Nexus? Yeah. The, the Nexus player, right? It's, yeah. It's basically the equivalent. It's not quite as, as sophisticated, I would say, but still very good. It's basically Google's attempt at an Apple TV-style device or a Roku. Yeah, and it's 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 Google only. It's Google stock. There there's nothing crazy on it or anything like that. Um, and it's just you have access to pretty much everything on the app on the Play Store that you would have access to on your phone. There are very few apps that are not supported by it, and it basically makes your TV a phone that you can just do whatever you want on. So. Oh, and it has cool. built-in Chromecast, so it's really nice for yeah. if you have people over and you want and they want to add to the, like a playlist of music or they want to show a video, you can just stream it directly, you know, zoop it from your phone to the TV. I have one too. It's I do really yeah. enjoy it. And he got one because I told him how much I loved mine, and then mine immediately stopped working after he got one. I love. It's like oh, I love my Nexus player so much. Love me, you say? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what happened. And now you can't buy them. I cannot find one at all to just replace the one that I have. Yeah, so. well, they're, they're a couple years old. I'll, I'll tell you what. What I'm thinking about doing, actually, and, and I guess this is another gizmo gadget sort of dealy. Um, I'm thinking about um, getting a Shield TV. So oh, yeah? Yeah, which is uh, it's similar to a, a Nexus player, but it's got more horsepower under the hood because you can play a lot more games on it. I'm debating on whether or not I want it. Um, because I can stream games from my computer to the TV, but I've got an HDMI cable plugged in already, so I'm like, yeah. But if I decide to go with it, you can have my Nexus player. Hey, Matt, I think you need a Shield TV. Well, I don't want to spend $175 on it right now. That's fair. Well, That's fair. I am going to move away from entertainment and communication and head towards the kitchen with my next gadget. Oh, my gosh. It's like we're on the same wavelength. I was going to do the same thing. Um, my, Matt loves cooking. I'm just saying. My favorite kitchen gadget is a collapsible steamer. It's not electronic. Like a steamer basket? It's just um, it's a it looks like a sh- like a sea creature. It it has a metal shell that folds in, and you open it up. It it it's all these interconnected metal plates that it folds together. It collapses, and then you open it up and you put it in the bottom of a pot. You pour water underneath it. 
and then you just put your vegetables or fish or whatever on top of it and put a lid on your pot and it steams it. Those are super convenient. Um, I wish I had one because of the fact that my steamer contraption right now is a colander that I ripped the handles off of. (laughs) I've done that too. Um, the, The collapsible steamer is like one of these things that none of my friends have one. And I always grew up with having one in the kitchen. So whenever I cook at a friend's house, I have to bring one with me because I always expect people to have it. And it's like, Nobody has one of these things. They're like, yeah, we have a steamer. We have this electric thing. And I'm like, you don't need that. You just put the thing in the bottom of the pot and put water in it. It's so great. Like the pioneers. And you can still buy them. It's not like an antique thing. Like they make new ones and they have them made out of silicone and all sorts of cool stuff, not just metal. Like if you don't want to cook your food on metal, you want to use silicone, you can do that. I'm surprised that they they would use silicone just because of the fact that it's – I, I mean, I guess I understand how heat resistant it can be, but wouldn't you want something like that to have at least a little bit of structure? Because I always think of silicone being too floppy, for lack of a better term. No, I I prefer a lot, like a lot of my utensils that I use to cook are silicone because like my new pans and stuff are ceramic coated, so I don't want to scratch them. Um, sil- silicone, they, at least the ones I have, they're like, you know, it's safe up to like 475 degrees, like in the craziness, like if they don't melt or anything, they don't get all, I think it just depends on the type of silicone it is, but and I have you, all sorts of pencils and stuff. And you can fit it in any pot because it's semi-flexible. Yeah, I guess, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I, I guess just by I'm thinking like when you pull it out of the pot and it just like everything rolls off the rolls off to the one side because it's kind of folded a little bit. You just have to be a little bit more diligent when removing it from the pot. Um, Matt, you got any kitchen gadgets you like? Yeah, oh, gosh, yes. Um, and actually what stinks is that it's not even mine. It's my roommate's. But uh, I'm going to have to purchase one for myself at some point. The greatest gadget in the kitchen, in my opinion, is a stand mixer. I love God having a stand mixer. It, well, hey, you know what? You do do your pressure cooker. Oh yeah, I like that yeah. too. I I figured that was gonna be yours, so I I decided not to. But um, yeah, no, this, having a stand mixer means that we can have uh, make just pizza dough whenever, or you know, if you're making um any sort of baked goods and you're doing like anything that requires dough and kneading and stuff, you can have that right there. Um, if you're doing something that just requires uh, a lot of mixing or, um, you know, something that would take probably 10 minutes to stir by hand, uh, you know, if you're making like a meringue and you need to beat egg whites, that's really a pain in the butt to do by hand. Um, there's this cake that I want to make that requires making a mousse. So having a stand mixer is going to be really, really useful for that. Or if you want to go full kitchen nerd, it has it. It's this. This is a gizmo that you can attach other gizmos to. It's yes, great. Yes, you can attach all sorts of gizmos to. It's yes. The best. Like if you if you're feeling really adventurous, uh, you can purchase a grinder attachment, and you can grind your own meat. So you can have like uh, gourmet burgers, or you can you know. It has a sausage uh, attachment too. Yeah, you can you can make your own sausages and and whatnot. Um, and so I think that. It, the only the only barrier to entry when I was younger is the fact that a good one is it runs you two to three hundred dollars. So more yeah. like three hundred, but yes. Well, you can you can find them on sale for like two hundred. Come on. Is it I, is it I, even I, worth getting if you don't bake and you don't eat meat? 
Um. Uh, no. not then. But no, actually, you know what, Bri? If you sorry, Matt. If if you started making your own gluten free bread, yes. Because when I started making, when I was gluten free for like the month that I was gluten free, I made my own gluten free bread, and what I made at home was better than anything that I could have bought, and I used my mixer to to make it. So yes. Unless you don't do gluten-free bread anymore. Uh, no, I, 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 I'm not going to give up everything. Don't worry about that. I'm, I'm, I'm at the end of giving up stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm not going to start giving up more stuff. That's good. This is where I make a stand. I'm drawing the line to the sand. I want gluten in my bread, damn it. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have gluten-free bread. I can't have gluten. I'm just I... not going to give up gluten-free bread. I know. I was joking. I want extra but, gluten, goddammit. <laughs> no, but it, it's real. It's really good for uh, all sorts of baking. And there's lots of other things that it's good for, too. Like, um, you know, there's so many attachments. There, ju- there just really are. There's, like, attachments that great stuff for you. It has so many attachments. It's really a universal tool, I have to say. It's not something that you'll find yourself using in every recipe, but when you need it, it's it's a huge boon, which is really nice. Yes. That that and a food processor, but a food processor ha- is useful, but in less situations, at least in the type of cooking that I do. I just got one of those Ninja Choppers, and it's pretty awesome. I love I, was, I love how it loads. Yes. It's it loads so much easier than a conventional food processor. Yeah, I have I have a Ninja Blender actually, but it's not just a blender. It's also a food process. I mean, it it has so many different settings on it. It's crazy. But oh, my mom wait. got me. There's more. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. My mom got me that for Christmas last year because I was craving uh, ice because I was pregnant. And um, the Ninja Blender blended the ice so fine, it was like powdered snow. I was like eating snow. It was it was pretty awesome. Nin- Ninja Blenders are pretty cool. And so tell us about this pressure cooker. Why is a pressure cooker an awesome gadget? Okay, well, I can't say that all pressure cookers are amazing because I've had two different kinds. I had one that my mom gave me, and it was okay. I mean, it did what it was supposed to. It just pressure cooked things. The one that I have now, I think it's called a one-pot pressure cooker. Um, It does rice perfectly. And so I could take wild rice, which I love, love wild rice or brown rice. And that will usually take like 30 minutes or more to cook correctly. I can put it in the pressure cooker with the liquid that it requires. And I will have perfect rice in 10 minutes. It's it's the most amazing thing. Like I don't have to eat instant rice. Like once you start making your own rice and you don't use like instant rice, you go, wow, instant rice sucks really badly. <laughs> so um, like I can make rice in 10 minutes. I can take you could take not that you eat meat, but you could take frozen meat, put it in the pressure cooker, whatever seasonings you want. So it's it's solid frozen, right? With the amount of liquid you need in there. And you always, the thing with pressure cookers is you always have to put liquid in it. Otherwise, bad things happen. So, um, and you can perfectly cook meat all the way through, like a frozen pork roast or something like that, all the way through in 20 minutes. It's absolutely amazing. And because there's so much moisture, it's always tender. It pulls apart really, you know, it's, 
It's really great. And then the pressure cooker I have also is a slow cooker. So you don't have to use it as a pressure cooker. You can just use it as a slow cooker and put it on a longer thing. I mean, it has like, I haven't even used every setting that this pressure cooker has. And it's, it's really great. You could, it has like a vegetable setting so that it cooks your vegetables. So uh, they cook them really fast, but so they're not super like mushy or anything. I love it. It takes, I can make an entire meal when I get home for me and the girls, like in 15 minutes, like from, from, you know, raw to completely finished in 15 minutes. And it's great. So I, my, I'm in love with pressure cookers, but I've only used the kind you just put on the stove. Oh no. The one I, I think it's called one pot and it is, I got it. So funny. I, it's Chris's actually. It's not even mine. I got it for him for his birthday because our the pressure cooker my mom gave us, which he loved, um, stopped working. And uh, so for his birthday, I got him another pressure cooker. I got him like a big 12 quart pressure cooker. And he he loves it. He loves it more than I do. And I really love it. So it's it's really it's really nice, especially on nights when you don't have all the time in the world. So what about you, Bri? What's your next gadget? I just want to share my pressure cooker thing real quick. Pressure cookers are fantastic for artichokes. They cook so much faster. Artichokes take forever when you just boil them. I can imagine. They, well, our, every single piece of cooking an artichoke takes a ton of time. So any, any yeah. point that you can reduce that is, is always a good thing. I don't know if that's interesting to anybody, but artichokes, pressure cooker, yeah. I like um, artichokes. I want to share a feature of a gadget I just got. Um, so I got the Google Pixel 2 XL because Erica recommended it. And really, people keep on asking me what's cool about it. And I'm just like, it's a good phone. I mean, I like it. I mean, it works. I, I have, I've had phones that don't work for so long that I was just really excited that I had a phone that works. And over this past week, I have fe- found a feature on this phone that has made me fall in love with this device. I have guesses, but I'm going to let you continue. I'll be sitting at work and my phone will ring, my cell phone will ring. And on the phone, it'll display some number and the phone will say, this call looks like spam. Would you like to block it? Yes. That is freaking amazing. I get those goddamn spam calls all the time. And over the past couple weeks, they have dwindled down to nothing because my Google phone has been saying, I think this number is bullshit. <laughs> I love and nine it. times out of 10, they're usually right. I was, I actually was surprised you weren't going to say the squeezy thing. Um, the squeezy thing. I mean, it's neat. I mean, I use it all the time. I mean, it really is convenient. I, and especially when I'm in my room and I can't say the magic word. <laughs> right. You can't even say it right now. I actually had the Pixel 2 for a day, and uh, I sent it back, the Pixel 2 XL, because I have the, the original Pixel XL, and I love it, and I bought the Pixel 2 XL, and I couldn't get past the um, the blue, the, the blue shift on the screen. I don't even notice it, because I didn't have that problem before. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, because going from my regular one, I can look at it at any angle, and the color is almost, you know, it's indistinguishable. But if I didn't, and I showed Erica this, I brought it to work to see, like, I'm not just crazy, right? This is this is bad. And I, if you moved it at any angle at all, it's like looking at it through a filter with blue on it. It was, it, I was really sad because I, I 
liked the idea of it and everything else was really good. Like the fingerprint scanner was the quickest one that I've ever used and the screen was nice and big uh, and it, it was faster and I loved all the, the little goodies that they baked into into um, into the OS, but I just, I couldn't, I'm a little particular when it comes to that stuff, so I couldn't get past it, but I'm glad you're enjoying it because overall it is an, it is an excellent phone. You know, I kind of like the blue, the blue shift then because then if, if somebody, let's just call him Anthony, sends me some not safe for work thing on my phone and I happen to have my screen unlocked thing at work, I don't have to be as scared about someone seeing it. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's just call him Anthony. You know, some some somebody that we're not, you know, we're not putting out any particular any particular person. Let's just pull a name out of thin air, you know, like uh I don't know, Anthony. That's an that's a neutral name that has no association with anybody that we know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Can we can we talk about gadgets that we don't have but that we want? Sure. Uh, yes, because that's what I was going to talk about next. Nice. Nice. Well, do you want to go first? Sure, I will go first. So, um, let me pull up the exact. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's it's a okay. So we're all familiar with the tiles, right? Like yeah. tiles that help you find things, right? With the adorable sad panda commercial. The what? I saw a commercial. Okay, so I was watching. By the way, uh, if anybody out there or anybody here enjoys the the TV show Psych, they just had a movie on it uh, on the seventh, which was amazing. And they might bring the show back. So let USA know that you like the movie, so they bring the show back. Anyway, there was a commercial for Tile on there that it was this this panda doll that was wandering the streets waving at kids going like are you my family and then the kids would be like oh i'm sorry and then finally the the dad of the kid whose uh, doll this was drives up and they find it in the street because it's got a tile on it and the little girl is like on the verge of tears happy to have it back it was really oh yeah no i did see that yes yes anyway continue okay so yeah it's tiles a little thing. Yeah, they're little tiles with with GPS in them, right? And you put them yes. on stuff and you can find your stuff. Yes, most of them have just GPS. Yes. However, there's a new one called Found Me. Have you seen these? Nope. No. I okay. have not. So Found Me, they're, they're Bluetooth tracking tags. Okay. So you sync them to your phone or whatever, right? And it's great because it's... How do I put this? Not only can you use your phone to find the tag, you can use the tag to find your phone, which is really nice. So like on the tag, and, and they come as like DC superheroes right now, which is even better. So they have like Wonder Woman and Batman and Superman and everything like that. Does the so, Superman one have a messed up mouth with really bad CGI? No. No, <laughs> no the Superman actually has a mustache. Okay, good. So... So they, they, you can attach them like they have like a, the 3M stickies if it's a flat service. Um, it's got like a, so the little superheroes have like a hole like for their hand like they're holding onto a keychain so you can clip the keychain to things. So you can you can alert the found me which will put off like this high pitch sound. You can alert your phone so if you know where the tag is, like on a backpack. Like, I'm thinking of putting one on Amelia's backpack because she's always losing stuff. And then, you know, she can, I can find her backpack slash her. Um, or, you know, we can put the other one on some other gadget she may or may not be getting for Christmas that she doesn't know about yet. 
and we can find that so it can go back and forth you you the app automatically records the last time and place it was connected so like it gps look keeps track of everything you don't have to go out and say hey you know find this it like whenever the last time it was connected it tells you where it was so if you go out of range and the bluetooth range on it's like 100 feet so if you go out of range of it it still has its last geolocation which which i think is super super helpful so so it does it does gps or bluetooth it, it can do either and i think that's really great and i love it because i I lose my keys all the time. I lose my phone all the time. Um, and God knows that both my husband and my daughter are worse at it than I am. And I think they're just, they're really cute and they're super useful. So that that's the thing that I was going to share. Go ahead, Matt, your turn. That is cool, actually, because, yeah, you, you do lose your phone all the time. It's kind of funny. <laughs> but, so... I the the gadget that I want is going is actually a DIY thing, um, and it's a project that I kind of want to use to start my foray into uh, learning about coding and programming, and also uh, the physical side of things. I also got to figure out if there's anybody that I can contact that has a 3D printer. Um, but I want because I've been in this nostalgic video game kick because I do nothing outside of video games um, is what it's uh, kind of I'm realizing as I'm describing all of my wants um, <laughs> is I want to take a Raspberry Pi and I want to set it up get a get a 3d printed shell get a, a little um, TFT screen and I want to make a portable little handheld emulator device so I want to be able to take basically everything all the handheld systems that I had as a kid get all of my favorite games from that anywhere going back from the original Game Boy all the way up to like PSP which I think has a pretty stable emulator and I think the Raspberry Pi would be powerful enough to run it so that way instead of having it on my phone and draining my phone's battery and not having a physical buttons I can have I can just pop that in in my backpack or whatever and have a system that probably would cost less than less than a hundred dollars to make would would teach me how to do uh, a decent amount of, of you know electronic composition and and uh, a little bit of coding and programming and that I could you know just throw a memory card in and have you know hundreds of games on which would be super fun so that is that is the gizmo that I want to have. And I need to put in a little bit of work to get it, but I definitely, it's a possibility because people sell them on eBay, but that's not the point. The point is to make it yourself. <laughs> Anytime anybody ever says Raspberry Pi, I get excited because I'm not a DIY person and I think it's really cool when people make things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not either. That's why I want this, this project is kind of like a, you know, jumping into the pool, so to speak. And apparently they're very easy to use and, and there's a lot of, um, good documented guides and, and tips and people that you can ask. Cause I know there are a lot of people that I know have used them. So it, it, see, the people that I know that have used them, you're like, really? So it can't be that hard. <laughs> see, I, I work at a place where I work at a, um, an electronics manufacturer that they make transformers. And I work at a place where the engineers that like, they'll just give you a specific example. 
there was a plasma chamber that they needed to make so it would connect to USB instead of serial. And the the engineer put together a bunch of electronics and just made it. And I was so freaking jealous that I do not have that skill. And it basically looked like a Raspberry Pi attached to an old-fashioned machine. Wow. Also, I'm really sad. I got super excited for a second and then realized my brain was being dumb when you said Transformer. I'm like, ah, oh, that's not the one that I wanted to be. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, that's what they secretly really make. I was going to say, where's the Autobot production facility? (laughs) Hong Kong. Uh, Fair enough. (laughs) Um, My gadget that I want is a very simple thing. I want bias lighting for all of my monitors and TVs. What is that? They're little strips of LED lighting that you put on the back of monitors and TVs, and they, they they put a glow on the wall behind the TV. I didn't know that's what that was called, but those are also really nice. It's really nice to have on. All yeah, and it's really good for your eyes, and it looks good, and it's pleasant, and you can do colors. Uh, Ooh, if you, get the right you had kind, me at colors. Yeah, if you get the right kind of bias lighting, you can get the kind that syncs up to your TV, and it'll change the lighting based on what you're watching. Um, I wouldn't go that far. I'd just get general white bias lighting, because I'm all about ergonomics and stuff, because I've been trained in it for so freaking long. Um I just like the idea of having a gentle glow behind the TV because then I could watch with the lights off and I don't have to worry about destroying my vision. I don't think I ever thought about that. Maybe that's what's making my vision so much worse. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that we're staring at screens most of the day for every day probably isn't helping. But if you're like me and you put if you put bias lightings on, it would just draw the attention to how many wires you've got behind your monitors. Holy crap. Yeah, that's the thing about bias lighting. You really have to pair it with cable management or you create Cthulhu tentacles all over your wall. Yeah, that might explain why I don't have it. I'm just looking, I'm like looking underneath my monitor going, oh. I have a Cthulhu tentacle type situation right now because the ground effects inside my computer create tentacles all over the walls at night. That's that's cool, though. So we are out of time for topic. So No! All right, what's the one you wanted to squeeze in, Erica? I wanted to squeeze in that I want an Xbox One Elite wireless controller. That's another thing I want. I I have no emotional connection to consoles. Is that an exciting thing, Matt? <laughs> um, he doesn't think, have any emotional connection no, either. No, no. But the con- are you saying you want the Xbox? You want the the system or just the controller? The Elite, just the controller. Have you seen the Elite controllers? Yeah, I I'm not. I think it's too much uh, because oh. I never use it. I, I mean, I the the most I use a controller is for my emulators um, and for fighting games. And okay, okay, okay. Yeah. let me put it in perspective for you. All right, you remember? Like, how I know, I know, I I know what it is. Like, yeah, I, but I, the people listening may not know why. Can I explain why I want this controller? Is that okay no, with you, Matt? Care, I don't care about the people listening. Shut up, Matt. Actually, cut that part out. We don't want that to affect listeners. I am going to include it. (laughs) You will be the foil guest that comes on and badmouths our listeners, and they come on to hear what the crap you say. I'll be the heel, and I'll be, I'll just, I'll I'll prepare for the Twitter insults now. (laughs) Yeah, talk to our listeners like a professional wrestler right now. Ooh, you listen up here. No, that hurts too much to do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what what is it and why? Okay, so to put it in perspective, a PC gamer like Matt thinks that having a mechanical keyboard is very 
important or it's very nice when you're playing on a PC because of the type of feedback you get, right? The Elite Controller is like that. It's not just because I got to hold one and they're super cool. Like, it's not just that you have all these other buttons and panels and flaps and stuff. Because you do. You can you can basically program the controller to do what you want it to do. But it also, like, the response to it is a lot different than your standard Xbox controller. Because it's, it's more like a mechanical keyboard. It snaps back. And it's really nice. So, that's, that's, I play a lot of Xbox and I want one of those. That's what I was going to put in. So, it's fine. That sounds cool. I don't have any emotional connection to it whatsoever. I don't mean to knock it down. I'm sure it's awesome. I've played on your console systems before and I always have fun. It's fine. <laughs> Cut out this whole spot about me wanting an elite controller, but you know what? I'm sure there's other people that get really excited about it too. Okay. <laughs> Are you okay, Erica? This is a safe place. No, it's not. I, say, is it? <laughs> I didn't think that was the case. <laughs> um, so we're on to movie descri- described badly, and we're starting to run out of movies people haven't seen. So I had an idea to just describe movies badly that would be fun to describe badly. Everybody okay. cool with me describing Suicide Squad badly? Sure. Sure. I was going to say, if you ever have me on, you've got a lot to work with because I don't watch that many movies. He really doesn't. Have you seen Suicide Squad? Uh, that I have, yes. But <laughs> it, I, I, yeah, it, it still is. Uh, you can describe it normally, and it's like, oh, you're, you're not describing a movie badly. You're just describing a bad movie. I actually can describe Suicide Squad badly. Well, so well, lay it on us then. All right. So Suicide Squad. Um, this is what happens in the movie. David Ayer puts together this movie. Um, and he's a really good director and he puts together a movie. And the studio freaks out and decides the movie's too dire because a trailer company put together a movie, put together the trailer. The trailer got people really excited about a different tone of movie. So the, the, the studio and all their infinite wisdom decides... Let's hire the trailer company to re-edit the movie. Is that what happened? Yeah. Holy so actual trailer, fuck. The trailer company edits the movie. The entire movie, the entire first half hour for the movie is basically a movie trailer. And they fuck it up horribly um, because they don't know anything about editing stories. They only know how to edit trailers. They create a superhero movie where... It sets up your expectations at the beginning of the movie and never pays them off, treats the audience like idiots because they set up things that the audience knows, and then right at the payoff scene, immediately re-explain them again, totally killing any of the action because they have to explain what they've already explained to us five times. And um, then they cut anything of interest out of the movie being the Joker. Because it was too dire and too much like Batman versus Superman. When you uh, say dire, are you trying to say dark? Um, grim is a better word. Okay. Um, they wanted to make it more lighthearted, but instead they edit it together in a mess that doesn't make any sense. and makes audiences go, what the fuck? There's also, okay. it, it's basically a movie that was destroyed by horrible editing. There, um, There's a lot of things like... They edit it so the eye is drawn to one place, and then the next scene, your eye is still focused on that one place, so you can't make sense of what's going on in the next scene. And before you can make sense, a truck drives by and blocks the thing you were supposed to see. 
I mean, yeah, and the whole thing was, I didn't think it was horrible, but it was not what I thought it was going to be it, at all. It wasn't it good. It could have been much better, and I think they had the material to do it with. And I don't think it all had to do with the Joker being cut out. I think it was just because it was edited in a way that made us go, what the fuck are we watching many times during the movie? Yeah. Do you, do you know what would be really cool? If they went back and put it back the way it was and then re-released it as the better version of the movie, be like, hey, this is our not, like, (laughs) this is our director's cut of our not shitty cut movie. Here you go. I mean, it'd be interesting to see the the original direction that they took the movie in. I want to add one thing to it. The soundtrack for that movie had a lot of good songs in it, songs that I would enjoy listening to. However, it sounded like instead of hiring a professional company to create the soundtrack, they're like, eh, my kid's got an iPod. He likes he likes like eighties rock. Let's just use that. Okay. Like, all right. Like all right. All right. All right. All right. Let let's let's go down this. All right. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not saying like I said, I enjoyed the songs, but Especially, you know, Brian said at the beginning it was basically cut like a trailer. There were so many times where it's just like, I like this song. Let's play this song now. Cut to another scene. I like this song. And it doesn't work. Agreed. Agreed. It was done very shittily. Okay. And I can also agree with you on that point where, you know, it really did sound like they were like, oh, we'll just use whatever. But I saw what they were trying to do. They were trying to take the formula of Guardians of the Galaxy and shove it into this movie is what they they tried to do. Absolutely. And they they did. They did. They're like, I I don't get it. It went right over their heads. (laughs) It did. They didn't quite understand it. The dumbest thing in the movie, and this is what lost me when I was watching it. So I was starting to think, wow, they're really introducing everything a lot. The first good chunk of the movie is they're introducing everything. And they go through these awesome intros for all the characters. And I liked that. I was like, wow, we get these cool little like splash screen with text and jokes intros for each person. But then all of a sudden it goes, oh, and hey, it's also Slipknot. And yeah. he didn't get that big splash screen intro, and it was like, wow, they just introduced a character. They're going to kill off. Exactly, because they didn't g- give two fucks about Yeah, no, I know. And it was supposed it. to be a twist, and it would have been a twist if they would have just added one more splash screen for him, too, instead of just making it a fuck-off character that we knew was going to be a fuck-off character. We would have been shocked when he got killed. Just by adding that one splash screen would have been like, and given him some kind of awesome intro where they show him being caught by Batman? Yeah. When he died, we would have been like, wow, they just killed this guy that we thought we liked. Because I, apparently that actor trained in rope martial arts for like a long time for the role. And he and Aww. his intro was, that's Slipknot. He can climb anything. They never talked about his ability to use ropes for martial arts. Jesus. Yeah, and it was like, his name was Slipknot. He was supposed to have this whole thing with ropes and be able to do all this cool stuff with actually, like, throwing a rope at someone and tying knots and doing all this crazy stuff and, like, doing, like, Spider-Man shit with the ropes. And all we get was Slipknot can climb anything and his head blows up. Yeah. I was excited about Suicide Squad because they were introducing the Slipknot character that I thought was going to be interesting because I'd read about it. 
Because I was like, oh, they're introducing a new character for the movie. That's cool. That's kind of a cool, like, Batman villain-like idea. I wonder what they're going to do with that. And he was just a disposable throwaway character. It really got me. And I was like, this entire movie is going to blow. Um, other things, like, when they give characters exposition that never pays off, like, don't let Katana kill cut, kill you because if she does, her blade will eat your soul. And don't it worry, never she doesn't ki- she doesn't kill anybody with it, so it's cool. Or anybody at all. No, she didn't kill anybody. She killed those uh demon things, whatever, but they didn't have souls. They were demon things. Hey, so you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many this is gonna be really important later things. Like um like Captain Boomerang with the pink unicorn. Oh yeah. <laughs> and when he got shot. He should have reached into his coat and pulled out a pink unicorn with a bullet in it. That's what should have happened. But no, it was a pile of money. What the hell happened to pink unicorn? And they never mention it ever again. Yeah, take that, DC. Scathing. Yeah, Yeah, right? (laughs) This is what's going to change their cinematic direction. What is this? Are we two years years after the movie and I'm still angry about it? A year after Uh, the movie and I'm still angry about it? It's at least a year, but... It was like I'm, a year and a half. It came out like last August or whatever. It's the only DC movie I've seen. Wonder Woman. You should see Wonder Woman. That was a legitimately a good movie. Yeah. yeah. And I guess that um, Justice League one, is a though. bad movie, but it was fun to watch. Was it bad? I've heard that it's not great, but it's fun to watch. It's it's entertaining. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. It wasn't worth going to see. So. I, the, the thing that's going to make me never see it is they say that Justice League makes no sense at all if you haven't seen Batman versus Superman, and I refuse to see Batman versus Superman. Yeah, that's that's part of your life you can't get back. I understand. So, um, what? So, before we go, Brian. Well, we have another thing before we go. Okay. Um, what is what is the things you want to bring up that's nerdy stuff you're into that you want to promote and share with people or um or just share with us that you think would be that you did or are doing coming up that's cool well i'm going to see star wars next week well we all are doing that just saying that's the only thing coming are we are we are we talking about star wars now no shut up matt (laughs) you have lost the right to discuss star wars you've lost it i want to (laughs) know what why Okay. okay we were at work and we were talking about Star Wars. I don't remember how or why. And I, I love Star Wars, but I've never thought like I was like the biggest Star Wars nerd or whatever. She's and Matt more proved, Star Wars that she real than she realizes. Yes, because Matt started to irritate me. So I was talking to Ryan, another guy we work with, about Star Wars coming out because he likes to go watch Star Wars and he likes the Marvel movies. And Matt's like, eh. You know, I watch them, but I'm not like woo about it. And so Ryan and I were talking, and I was like, you know, I was like, I'm gonna be really sad if this Raylo thing isn't a thing. And he was like, Raylo, what are you talking about? So I started explaining it. My mistake, because once I started explaining fan theories and where people were getting these fan theories, and how come this is supposed to be like this, Matt goes, let's take the conspiracy up another notch. Yeah, no, okay, so... So the reason that I did this, it, 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 there was a specific phrase that you used that it, to to the you know anybody outside of a fandom is is like what? Uh, 
the the exact phrase that I think that you used when explaining something were like, do do you not watch the Clone Wars? And no, <laughs> no, no, I don't. Yeah, no, it was yeah. So so we're basing thing we're basing uh options for or, or you know projections and theories for a movie on things that aren't in the canon. So if we're gonna do that, why not just why no 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 no, no why not just take it to the to the next step anymore. I want to know what the next step is. No, so she's like, oh, okay, well, you know, um, uh, Kylo Ren and 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 Ray are gonna end up hooking up. So I said, well, it makes sense. You know, the Skywalkers have always had a thing for for being attracted to one another. And she goes, well, she's not a Skywalker. And I said, you don't know that. To which she responded, she's a Kenobi. And then I said, why couldn't she be both? And then my my theory is that. You know, Obi Wan. Obi Wan did the dirty with somebody uh, before meeting Luke, and then Luke, it, during his exile, did you know met the the female offspring of Obi Wan, and then it ended up being Rey. And she goes, "No, that's not going to happen." So then I just said, "Well, then she's probably just related to Jar Jar." Then. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So Matt has lost his right to discuss Star Wars with me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I I mentioned the Forbidden One. <laughs> I, I spent um, I, I spent a long Jar-Jar. time reading reading a whole bunch of Tumblr posts about Finn and Poe shipping. I like think that, that would that, yeah, that would make sense. You know, yeah. it, it's not like anything overt, but yeah, it would. Be, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. What do they call Finn and Poe shipping? Is 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 there a word for it? I it would. I mean, it, it would be Poe or Finn. The thing yeah. like like last season of Game of Thrones. So. Really? Uh, you know what I'm would be not fun? cool, all right, Matt? Uh, well, We've discussed I mean, this. I mean, yeah. I but... <laughs> internet stuff from you for the most part. So unless you said, hey, Erica, do you know what shipping is? Let me explain this to you. No. No, I, I didn't. It took me a while to find out. You want to hear a really bad joke? Sure. All right. So what? So shipping is when you when you suggest that two characters should be involved romantically. If you if you also get to the more explicit part, it should be called shipping and handling. <laughs> I love that. That's fantastic. I don't know if that's been made before, but I was just thinking about it and going, how can I make a FedEx joke? <laughs> oh. So, anyways, I forget where we were or why we were there. Uh, the nerdy things that you were talking about that's upcoming or you wanted to promote. Star Wars, it, Jar Jar, all that. This is the part of the podcast where we we promote things. So, I can tag things in the Facebook post and get more people involved and help get, the podcast. Get see, that SEO. More people see it, yeah. Well, I ha- still only have two videos out, but on my YouTube channel, we're gonna keep we're gonna put up Amelia's videos that she creates. We haven't gotten any more up though. Is it public? Yes, I think so. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's public. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, I I'm in the family, so I can see everything. So I don't know if it's public or private. Yeah, no, no it's public. Um, what I'm doing today is. After this, I'm throwing my Pathfinder stuff together, and I'm running Pathfinder for Daniel Cross's um, 15-year-old. So that's always a lot of fun. Oh God, has it? Is he really 15? Yep. Wow. Yep. Feel old. Yeah. I know. I do. Because it's no matter crazy. how old you feel, I'll always feel older. You're not that much older. You're like a few years older. I'm like a million years older in voice. Not a million years. You're like what three years older than me? Something like that. Yeah. 
two, three, something stupid. It's fine. So Matt's a baby, so it doesn't matter. He's closer a, to fifteen. A slightly than older baby. He he's close. <laughs> he is closer to Ethan's age than he is your age, Brian. Just yeah, that. yeah. Wow. Actually, that's if you're three years older than Erica. Yeah, that's the case. <laughs> I'm gonna be thirty nine in May, and then you'll be thirty nine forever. So you'll that's be thirty nine, a- and I'll be thirty five. So you're four years older. Whatever. I'm gonna be. I I I I was at a I was at a church thing. And a bunch of people wanted to hang out with me and they were being like really aggressive wanting to hang out there. Well, not a bunch of people. How but do you people. aggressively want to hang out with something? Well, they kept on coming up to me so and like cool. asking me where I was going to be and stuff. And I ended up going outside to vape and they came out to talk with me. And because there aren't a lot of people around um, their age at church there where, you know, it's mostly older people. So it was like, Oh my God! There's people my my age here. Let's hang out with them. And um, they did somehow age came up, and they made me show them my my ID because they thought I was their age, and they were 25. I believe it. You you have a young uh, face. I was gonna you say I take face. that as a compliment. Yeah, I do. I take it as a huge compliment. So like you say about 39 forever. When I'm 40, I'm gonna brag like crazy about it. Absolutely. Also, Erica, don't say you don't know what it what it looks like to try and some have somebody aggressively hang out with somebody else. You know my you know my friend Jason. Oh, you better hope he don't be listening. No. He wouldn't listen. No. Also, and he wouldn't. Yeah, he's like it would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> you mean your girlfriend, Jason? Ha ha ha. Um. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to get a lot of flack for not mentioning it right before we close. I just want to say my air fryer is my favorite and most used kitchen gadget. Isn't that just like a light bulb thing? My air fryer? Yeah, the yeah. air fryer. It's just no, it's, it's just, a convection cooker. It's a convection oven that has a light bulb as a heat source. <laughs> no, it's like an it, adult. No, it, it has like, real heating elements. Oven? It has real heating elements in it. It's, oh, uh, so you've got a you've got a high end one. Yeah, it's it's okay. um. It cooks things amazing. It cooks things faster, and it makes the best roasted vegetables and the best French fries. Okay. Yeah, it's awesome. It's an air fryer. No, they use they. Most of them use heating element in them. They don't use an air, an air a light bulb. I know. A few years ago, my uh, my roommate had one, and it had legit. It was a light bulb as a heat source. And the reason that I know this is because he went to cook something in it once, and the light bulb exploded all over his chicken fingers. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of. Um, gadgets we weren't able to share this time so i'm sure we can definitely do gadgets again gadgets oh, yeah. too electric yeah. boogaloo <laughs> well uh, um let let me close out like michael does um this has been super vegan brian and i was joined by our special guest senior Kerr Bell. thank you so much for being here Thank you for having me. I'm not going to. I was thinking about doing the Randy Savage voice again, but I think my throat is is shot from it. And our now official co host, who it's silly to use the word occasional anymore because everyone but me is occasional now. Hey. But you're, you are an official co host, not because you're here all the time, because you can't be, but because you are involved in so much stuff on the scenes that our listeners never get to see, that you are amazing, and thank you for being here. And I love my sister, and I'm glad she can do this with me. Yay! I 
enjoy this. This is fun. I mean, I can't always be here. You're correct. I have children that need me, but I do. This is a lot of fun. Oh. So you have been listening to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Say goodbye, Matt. Erica, cut him off. <laughs> goodbye, Matt. Erica, cut him off. <laughs> <laughs> Wheel of 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 Wheel of